0: It wasn't easy, but it was a win. The Cleveland Cavaliers just make life hard on the Celtics, but they stepped up with playoff-type finishing. It's all right now on the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Hilario B. Corral, above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, he John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Reigning J's how I started, Razor Bandits, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners, B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. And I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device. If you subscribe, open up your favorite podcasting app. There it is. So go ahead and subscribe. Why wouldn't you want that to be the case? Go on over to the YouTube page if you'd like. Hop into the comment section. Let me know what you think about a Boston Celtics 120-113 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. It wasn't easy, but they made it happen. Today's show brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Hey, if you're new to the show, my name's John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal and for you. I played ball a long time ago, but those days are very, very far gone. But I still, you know, I like to use that experience to kind of analyze these games and see, see what's going on with these Boston Celtics. And let's later on, I'll talk about the playoffs, uh, the playoff type atmosphere, uh, not, not atmosphere. That's not the right word. It's the playoff type finishing, I guess, uh, is what I'm looking at. Um, we'll talk about that coming up later on and just, let me just start with, you know, it's just a tough gritty win. This is a nice, the Celtics started off terribly, right? They started off down 18-4. Uh, Down as many as 15. And they, they, it almost is like they, they spent a week playing one NBA game. They kind of forgot about what the game speed is. They kind of forgot about how, how to play with one another. And they, it took them a while to kind of get into the flow of things. I will say that I'm, I'm impressed with how they stuck with it. This had a chance to be. Bad. This had a chance to go down 20. This had a chance to be, uh, one of those things where the, um, the Celtics just packed it in early and never really got, uh, got it going, but they stuck with it. They, you know, they didn't let that early 18 to four, uh, couldn't hit a three point shot to save their life. Uh, Jalen Brown was the only guy that would scored up until the two, like two and a half minutes to go when Jason Tatum finally hit a shot. Uh, they, they just, they never let it spiral. And, you know, I keep, I keep doing these little things of like, well, that's a sign of a good team. And and it is, this is the sign of a good team where, you know, every team's going to go out there and just lay an egg. Every team's going to go out there and say, we just don't have it today. Nothing's falling. We feel like crap. Uh, you get just the doors blown off of you, and you you chalk it up. You don't almost. You almost don't even bother looking at the game film because there's nothing to take from it. It's just a, a flush it down the toilet kind of game, and that's that. Sorry, a little bit of a internet problem there. Uh, the point of no return, right? That point where things are so far gone that your bad start, your bad first quarter turns into a bad second quarter. No, the Celtics just kept, kept going, kept sticking with it. Uh, finish the first quarter, you know, after it was 18-4. Finish the first quarter. So you're only down 10 after after the first quarter. Get into that second quarter, get into the bench. Peyton Pritchard comes in and gives them good minutes. Sam Hauser comes in and gives them good minutes. Al Horford. Uh, and then you start to get to uh, Jason Tatum getting going. You get to Derek White. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite things is to talk about clutch baskets, not in the fourth quarter. We know that clutch is uh, you know the, the last five minutes of a close game and all of that, crunch time. But to me, clutch baskets happen throughout the game. and the stretch in the second quarter where Derek White hit three straight buckets to to make it a two point game. So it was a personal uh, it wasn't a nine0 run. It was a it was a nine two run. Uh, whatever it was, the the three straight threes, all of a sudden take that game that was 18-4, and now it's a two-point game, and now we're into anything, you know, it goes either way the rest of the way. When you're in the second quarter, you've come back, you've erased that first quarter deficit, and the shots are starting to fall. The confidence is there, and that that's a big deal to me because the the the, the clutch buckets that happen early on are are just as important as the ones that hit in the fourth quarter. The, if Derek White doesn't hit those baskets and the the Cavaliers kind of extend their lead, that's, that's another spot where maybe it's very easy to pack it in and just chalk it up. This team doesn't have pack it in. This team doesn't have chalk it up right now. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, may, maybe there's a game or two in there in this season that'll happen, but between Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White, Drew Holiday, Kristaps Porzingis, Al Horford, Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard, one of those guys is going to be like, you know what? Not today, Satan. I'm not going to let this happen. It's it's easy to follow the lead of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and say if those two guys and Jalen Brown had it going early, so let's let me be accurate there. If for some reason those two guys don't have it going early and they go, oh, so frustrated. I don't feel like playing today. Guys like Holiday and White and Porzingis don't have to be like, well, if they're not playing hard, we're not playing hard. No, those guys are all like super confident, high level NBA players. Porzingis would be like, you know what? No, I'm going to keep on going. If you don't, if you guys don't have it, don't worry. The rest of us can take care of it. And if you guys want to wake up and catch up later, that's fine. And, and throughout the game, different, at different points, different guys are going to step up and kind of hold things down and keep the game close. When a game like this, this first quarter, like this happens, all you can do is just keep the game close. See if you can find your rhythm and the Celtics found it. They found it pretty quickly in the second quarter. They almost had a halftime lead. Uh, It was only what one at halftime. so. And then in the second half, the Celtics uh won the second half. They won the fourth quarter. They only held uh the they held the Cavaliers to only what 21 points in the fourth quarter uh while scoring 27 of their own. It just a a, a, a nice kind of once that that initial wave happened, they Rolled with it, they stuck with it, and they they kept on going. So it, it's it's impressive. I'm I'm impressed with that. This this is as Joe Missoula said after the game. There's a lot of this stuff. A lot of the stuff we talk about. It's it's perception. You know, was this supposed to be easy? The Celtics were favored by 11 and a half for some odd reason. Uh, maybe people were a little over overzealous. The betters were a little overzealous. No Evan Mobley. Uh, Coming in on a back to back, they thought the the Cavs might just say, "Yeah, we'll sacrifice this one. We'll go for the split and and take the next one." I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I never believed eleven point five. The Celtics won by seven, and that was about right. Uh, the 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 Cavs are a tough team, even without Mobley. Lots of lots of length shooting. Uh, they're not overall as a team hitting a ton of three pointers to start the season, but, uh, Donovan Mitchell can hit, obviously Max Struz can hit. They proved that tonight. Darius Garland has been a good three point shooter. He's a little bit off to start this season, but he went four of eight. That's, that's not a surprise. They do have guys on the team that can hit three pointers and they, they did, they hit them. So I never expected the Cavs to just come in and roll over. This is a tough team. This is a tough team. And Joe Mazzola said, this is a top six team in the East. What do you want? What do you want the Celtics to do? Come in, just start rolling everybody by 30. Be like, oh, the Cavs, they're only sixth. Yeah, they're sixth. They're firmly in the playoff picture. They're not a play-in team. They're they're in there as, as the sixth seed, the current sixth seed, with plenty of time to get better, get healthy, and to make make a move the i mean now now they're they, they're about ninth but they're 5 games out of first they're 1 game out of sixth after tonight uh they're 3 games out of fourth they're only the the Sixers are 15 and 7 the Cavs are 13 and 11 so the whole point is this is still a really good team and despite their struggles early on and despite uh, some of the issues that they're dealing with that's a tough team and a tough matchup for the Celtics. I'll continue this conversation. The a historic, historic free throw shooting percentage for the Boston Celtics is coming up next. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors has teamed up with the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast and Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So here it is this week's eBay is guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. Here's what Josh has for us. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, which is a bit of a out of left field pick, but uh, Kaminga has stepped up in the last couple of games uh, with the Warriors really struggling. And uh, after Draymond Green, uh, probably going to miss a few games with the suspension. Kaminga might not be a bad pick to get some playing time there. Uh, Oscar Thompson, Keontae George, Dante Exum are some other choices there. And Isaiah Hartenstein in New York, Mitchell Robinson's out for 8 to 10 weeks. Hartenstein is a guy that Josh is looking to. Uh, even though Jericho Sims is starting, we just saw the Knicks. I think Hartenstein is a good pickup. And uh, I, I, I just feel like Even though he might not start, he will very likely finish. And when you're finishing, there might be a chance that you step in and start. So of those guys, if Hartenstein's available in your fantasy uh, waiver wire or something like that, then that's my choice. Josh Lloyd from the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. And they've got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. So you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly from brake kits, LED headlights, a roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out the coolest thing on YouTube, if I do say so myself. Locked On Sports today. Locked On Sports today is the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So go turn it on, leave it on, leave it on in the background and just listen Uh, stream it to your TV. If there's nothing on and there's never anything on. So check it out. Lockdown sports today. Uh, subscribe to the first ever national sports 24, seven streaming channel. Uh, the Celtics won this game at the free throw line. They were plus 20 at the free throw line. They were 26 of 26. The Cavaliers were six of nine. And I'm sure the Cavs fans are sitting there going like, how the hell, how the hell did we only shoot nine and they shot 26 home cooking? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see any real uh, issues there. I thought the, the Cavs, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like the Cavs didn't didn't get filed i don't know i don't know what to tell you i will tell you that the celtics free throw percentage has been a little bit iffy so far this season 26 for 26 i said historic when i before the break uh and it was it was just the fifth time in the shot clock era that the celtics went 26 for 26 or better from the free throw line in a single game uh the team's second longest free throw streak since 1997 98 Uh they made if you go back to this is going back to December eighth against New York. Uh so this is they're they're on a big time, they're on a big time free throw streak. So uh their free throw percentage is going to uh climb very nicely, and they are uh, you know, winning these games in different ways and getting to the line, getting fouled is is a big way. Christoph Sporzingis was huge down the stretch, going six for six down the stretch of this game from the free throw line, getting fouls, two of them in the post. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, two of them in the post and one drawing a foul on Max Struess on a, uh, on a pick, which I believe he probably sold a little bit, but that's all right. Six of six down the line. And he, you know, look, shout out to Christophs stops, for the, the perseverance, talk, this is a game about perseverance. Porzingis was 0 for basically 0 for the first half. He only hit a couple of free throws. 0 for 6, uh, 2 for 2 from the line. He had 2 points and was a minus 11 in the first half. Second half, 19 points plus 8, team high, tied with Sam Hauser. 5 of 10, 2 of 4 from 3, 7 of 7 from the line. That's, that's a great turnaround for Porzingis. That's, that's an incredible, uh, turnaround. And that's, that's what you want to see from a guy that struggled in the first half. I mean, he really looked frustrated in the first half, but second half came out, stepped up. Derek White's, you know, did his job in the first half. Uh, holiday did his job, uh, in, in, you know, kind of spread out throughout the game. Total team effort, total team effort. The Celtics. Yeah. They got to the line. They won this thing at the free throw line. They were plus 20, but they they got a little bit of something from everybody as well, and like I said, when when there's a struggle to start, you find ways to to kind of stay afloat. And in the first quarter, they stayed afloat because Jalen Brown uh, scored ten points. In the second quarter, Jason Tatum woke up and scored thirteen. He got to the line nine times. Derek White eleven points. You know three of those three, three pointers. And then the, um, two free throws there. Third quarter, the Celtics got 13 points from Kristaps Porzingis. They got eight points from drew holiday. So another person steps up different guys all along. And in the fourth quarter, it was a complete team effort. Jalen Brown, four points, Tatum, five Porzingis, six, Derek white hits a three pointer, big corner three. Hauser comes in and hits two, three pointers. Uh, Every everybody contributes in some way, so complete team effort here from the Celtics in the in in this game. And when I you, when you hear it spread out through, you know, quarters one, two, three, and four, that's what the Celtics team was built for. Somebody if somebody steps up in one quarter, that there's an answer to that person defensively. All right, we go to this. Uh, you go to that they stop that or that kind of runs out. Okay, we're going to go to this. And you, the Celtics just can can keep throwing different guy after you, different guy. Whoever you decide to cover, whoever you decide to double, one of these other guys is going to be open. And you know, I think a a big development in this in this game and for uh in recent games is Holiday. 3 of 5 from 3, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, a block. That the defense in this game on top of everything, has been great. But Holiday, over his last five games, he has this three of five game against Cleveland. Uh, he has a three of five game against Philly. He has a four or five game from three. These are all three point um, numbers against Chicago. He has a one of three against New York and a one of five against Indiana. But let's do some quick math five, 10, 15, 23 overall attempts, seven, eight, nine. Uh, 12, 12 for 23. Uh, That's better than 50% from three overall. Uh, I, I can do the math. 12 of 24 is 50%. So 12 for 23 is a little over 50%. That's pretty good. Holiday has been struggling uh, to start the season, to have him come out and, and find his range is a big, big deal. So, but defensively, the Celtics Uh, big-time numbers as well in the second half and the fourth quarter especially, but uh, everybody had a steal except for Tatum, Sam Hauser, and Luke Cornett. Everybody had a block except for Sam Hauser, Al Horford, and Luke Cornett. So those the the defensive numbers, uh, and especially in that fourth quarter where the Celtics did a great job, Donovan Mitchell, one of three, did not do anything in the fourth quarter. He's he's Mr. Fourth Quarter. Like He 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 prides himself in being big in fourth quarters. Celtics took the ball out of his hands and said, somebody else do it. I thought Karis Levert might be doing it to start, but the, he tailed off. Darius Garland couldn't do it. And I think the entire Cavs on a back-to-back kind of tailed off. Fourth quarter, 21 points. They shot 9 of 21, just 3 of 10 from 3. They only got to the line once. The Celtics, 26 points. They shot 4 of 10 from 3. They were perfect 8 of 8 from the line. Fourth quarter execution. That fourth quarter execution was very playoff level. I broke that down for Boston Sports Journal. I'm going to break it down for you in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is going to get you last minute tickets at a great price, the best price on last minute tickets, because they've got all sorts of different ways for you to get killer last minute deal. You get all in pricing. So when you see a price, that's what you pay. You get views from your seat. So when you look at the venue, you can see this is what I'm going to be looking at when I get there. And they have a best price guarantee, which means if you find tickets in the same section or row for less Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All you got to do is go to lock, uh, game, download the game time app, use the code locked on NBA. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Game time app on your app store, use the code LOCKEDONNBA, locked on NBA, L O C K E D on NBA. You could use it for anything. Celtics tickets. If you said, "Oh, let's," I I decided now I want to go see them play this week. Maybe you want to go see them play against Orlando. Maybe you said, "Oh, wow, let's take the family on Sunday." I didn't realize it was a three o'clock game or three thirty. Let's go. Let's go do that. Use it for whatever. Use it for theater tickets. Use it for comedy tickets. Use it for a concert. Whatever. Game time app. Download it. Use that code Lockdown NBA for last minute tickets. It's the lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On NBA. I was I usually do the Wednesday show, but because of the Celtics, I didn't do the Wednesday show today, but Jake Madison did, and uh, that's, that's just a great show. I love it. Uh, I listen to it when I'm not hosting because the rotating hosts all week long are great. It's a great way to cover the league, and I'm sure, I'm sure they will be covering the Draymond Green mess. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell is Draymond Green doing? Like, pardon me for taking this NBA aside, but, like, is Draymond Green okay? Well, I'm actually concerned for Draymond Green because the the ways he's acting out are outrageous. If you haven't seen the video of him uh, just clocking Yusuf Nurkic, go check that out. And Go check out Locked NBA. They'll be talking about it for sure. I'm talking about the Celtics. And their 121-13 win and their playoff fourth quarters. Now, if you are a Boston Sports Journal subscriber, you can go check out my piece called "Breaking Down the Playoff Type Wrinkles." The Celtics use to close out the Cavs. Uh, I would recommend you going to subscribe there. Whatever I talk about in the podcast it's like supplemented over there. So some of the topics overlap, but because it's written, I can like show you things. I can use highlights and all of that, and and so. I can't do some of that here, but I can kind of give you the gist because I think it's important. Joe Mazzulla, after the game, said this was as close to a playoff game as I think we've had this year, and I think he's right. And I think uh, what the Celtics did is they used a a few different kind of wrinkles in their fourth quarters, in the fourth quarter here to get some buckets. The fourth quarter, as we heard, uh, Jason Tatum on Point Forward with Andre Iguodala. The fourth quarter is about buckets. You got to score baskets. You got to make baskets. You got to score points in the fourth quarter. The first three quarters, you're about setting things up and getting your driving kicks and getting all this other stuff. Fourth quarter is make baskets, whether they're threes or twos or layups or whatever, as long as you make them, you're good. And the Celtics found different ways to make them. One way, and I love this way, it's Sam Hauser as the screener. They use a thing called a Spain pick and roll. Now, if you can picture in your head, if you don't know the Spain pick and roll, it's very simple. Don't do this if you're driving, focus on the road. But when you get to work, uh, picture a pick and roll, right? Ball handler at the top, the big comes up and sets a pick. Well, what makes a Spain pick and roll a Spain pick and roll is Behind the big, there's another player, often a shooter, who comes in and sets a pick on the big, the defensive big. So in this scenario, Cleveland is in a drop coverage because Tristan Thompson is out there, uh, and he's he's just in drop coverage. He can't do anything besides drop coverage. So they run pick and roll. Peyton Pritchard takes the ball, uh, gets the pick from Luke Cornett, uh, drives left Luke Cornette rolls and there's Sam Hauser hitting Tristan Thompson with a pick, um, forcing Darius Garland, who's guarding Sam Hauser to kind of pick up the roll, uh, the drop action, right? He's he now, somebody has got to step up and, and protect the rim. And Garland's like, Oh, well, I'm going to go do this now. Meanwhile, Sam Hauser's like, yeah, good. You go do that. I'm going to go pop out to three. I'm going to hit a three-pointer in your face when you try to close out, which he does. That's a very effective thing. And using Hauser as a screener in that way is a great little wrinkle against this coverage to make sure that Hauser gets an opportunity to hit a shot. Uh, The Celtics were down three when they ran that play. Uh, Later on, they were... Tied at 101, when he comes up, the, the, the Cavs are blitzing Jalen Brown. So they want to get the ball uh, out of Jalen Brown's hands or force a turnover Jalen to his credit is, is gets off the ball quickly. The Celtics say, okay, you're blitzing him. No problem. We're not going to send a big, we've got Luke Cornette on the floor. We're not going to send him up there because he's not going to hit uh, an above the break three. We're gonna send Sam Hauser to set the pick. You want to blitz and leave Sam Hauser? Fine. Jalen Brown reads it, sees it, kicks it over to Sam Hauser. Money three-pointer and credit to Jalen for seeing it quickly, not trying to do too much, getting off the ball. Jalen had a really, really good game here. Uh, turned his ankle. He or not turned his ankle. He hurt hurt his ankle somehow. Uh, on a weird landing, missing a dunk, or not even sure what the hell he was trying to do on that play. But regardless, great play from Jalen Brown to, to just get off the ball quickly, see it, super easy pass, super easy shot, boom, that's a bucket. Using Sam Hauser as a screener, chef's kiss. Mwah. The other thing the Celtics did is got post-ups. And when they got Kristaps Porzingis, they said, in the fourth quarter, when we need a bucket, when we need points, this is why we got this guy. In the fourth quarter of these close games, we can go to the post-up as a way to get ourselves easy buckets. Well, what do they do? Tied at 104. Jason Tatum dribbles into a post-up. They, they run a pick and roll. He gets Max Struess on the switch, I believe, and he takes him into the post. And it's, it's different. It's different to see these guys dribbling into their post-ups, but he gets them into the post, takes a little fade away, nice, easy, kind of Dirk Nowitzki type of fade away. Uh, very simple shot, very easy shot, but get, get to a comfortable spot. Take the easy shot there. As I choke on my words, take the easy shot, take the higher percentage shot. Don't worry about pulling up from three. Get closer. Get a little closer. Take the higher percentage shot. Make it. Go down. Play defense. That's great. Porzingis gets into the post twice. Once against Jared Allen. Once against Max Strus. Gets himself to the free throw line. Backing him down. Uh, drawing the foul. It's. That's that's how that's how Porzingis like he he specifically when he posts up does the big swooping kind of thing and is always in position to draw the foul. He, he, like I said, was six of six from the line in the fourth quarter. That's a big deal. The, the Celtics, it was tied at one Oh six. And the Celtics went on a 9-0 run. Six of those points were Porzingis free throws. And he got those in the post. And then defensively, he was out there challenging. The Celtics were blitzing. They were getting the ball out of uh, Donovan Mitchell's hands, and, and Porzingis was out there kind of hounding hounding guards on the perimeter, uh, not in drop, out there just kind of really making it difficult. And the, all of that stuff is all playoff type of performances, playoff type of decisions. Good decisions from the Celtics, good decisions from Joe Mazzulla. Let's give the guy the coaching credit that he deserves. That those are adjustments. Those are things that the Celtics needed to do, and and it's um, important to use these wrinkles when you can, because they're going to be used in the playoffs. And if a team sees Sam Hauser setting a pick and is like, "Oh no, no, no we got we got to be careful about that," then you're not going to blitz Jalen Brown. That could be a very effective way to stop teams from blitzing Jalen Brown, right? Like you don't blitz off of a shooter like that because he's going to make you pay. So sending guards to go set screens on a guy that maybe is a little iffy with the ball and could be a threat to turn it over on a double team. You send Hauser, you send Derek white, you send drew holiday, right? You send a guy that has the potential to burn you if you blitz. So Good stuff, good stuff all the way around. Tough game, good win, good win. Uh, Now we'll see how how Thursday goes because they're playing the Cavs again. It's two games against the Cavs, two games against the Orlando Magic, and we talked about it yesterday, so it's a tough stretch, but a good win, an impressive win from the Celtics. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you. Uh, sticking around. These, these post-game podcasts are, are super, super late. It's almost four in the morning here, but they're here for you when you wake up ready to go. So make sure you're subscribed whenever you get your podcasts. And you every day, there's people who come up to me at the garden who come to say hi and profess their love for the show and listening to it uh, every day, Monday through Friday. Now there's a dude that that came up to me and I, but he's he said he and his roommates listen every day. And this was, what was the name of the street? Brick, Brickle, Bruckner, Bruck, something B. If you're, if you're four dudes in Boston who live on a street that starts with a B, this is a shout out to you. So thank you for listening. Now share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.